the process podcast episode 199 we are officially one episode away from the big 200 which is kind of crazy pretty cool it's a big milestone it is again have you ever done 200 of anything like we said before i'm sure there's daily, yeah there's there's definitely things something. we have there's but, definitely something but other than regular day-to-day life things like going to the bathroom or having a shower or eating or whatever. Yeah. Shitting, making other coffee. than that, something voluntary. Yeah. Have you ever, yeah. Like, that's, that's the metric that you need that we need yeah, to put in I front of it. I don't, I really don't know. That's, you know, it's a strange thing to think about, isn't it? It is. It is a strange thing. But, uh, but yeah, tomorrow will be episode 200. Have no idea what we're going to do for it. Hopefully, we're hopefully chatting to some people, but we we don't know. It's also Tuesday. Yeah, it's the middle see. of the week. It's not like it's a Friday or anything. Um, right. But yeah, would you do this? Tomorrow's Tuesday, right? Tomorrow's yeah, today's Tuesday. Monday. Unfortunately, it, yeah. It feels like it should be fucking Wednesday. It feels like yes, it's already. Man, it feels like it's already the Friday. middle of the fucking week. It should, it should be, be Friday. Friday at this point. It actually should be Saturday, and tomorrow should also be Saturday. And the day after mm. should also be Saturday. I would same agree thing with, with the same thing with the day after that. A, a perpetual day of Saturday. A like perpetual week a, of Saturdays. Right. Oh, I like that phrase. I I feel like I remember seeing a meme that's like the days of the week that I'm looking forward to, and it's like Saturday, Sunday, and then it says not Saturday, not Saturday, <laughs> not Saturday, or something like that. Yeah. Or like Friday or something. It's like not Friday. I don't know. We're seeing that. It's pretty accurate it's though. Did uh what'd yeah, you no, what'd no. you get up to at work today? Um, other than just enjoying the sound of heavy rain on the top Ooh. of a metal roof building. Very nice. Um which was quite nice. And then at lunch sitting beside an open door while it's raining pretty heavily outside and Ooh. We didn't get we didn't get too bad of rain up here, to be honest. Way up we got north. like hammered on, but it wasn't for long. Oh, this it morning those, it was raining. One of those spells. Yeah, driving to work, and then um, it picked up a little bit, and then after like maybe an hour total, it just stopped. And then it got nice and hmm. sunny, and then all of a sudden at like basically four o'clock, like at the end of the day, it was just like out of nowhere, just thunderstorms, thunder, and it was what just like fuck? insanely loud. It was crazy. Really. Um, that's not yeah. That's no boy. And it lightened up a bit on the way home. Damn. But oh, did I tell you I saw Ben this weekend? You saw Ben this weekend. Ben Robinson, Ginger Ben. Yeah. Yes. I was at the superstore in Aurora, and that's oh, that's, that's where Ben works. I know you guys were chatting in the in the wax. That's all right about a yeah a uh, about my about my common neighbor. friendship in or yes yeah so i was at when i was yes. grocery shopping two weeks ago i saw my neighbor there who works there um and i've known i've known her like we we went to high like elementary school and everything in the same grade and then right. uh i was like oh like what what department are you working in and she's like oh i work in this department i don't remember what it was 
Um, and I'm like, oh, do you know, do you know Ben? Do you know a, a guy with a big ginger beard? She's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I, I know who that is. I'm like, oh, tell, tell, tell him that Dylan says hi. And I gave her no context about it either. I'm like, just tell right. him that Dylan says hi. And it's then actually a different Ben with big ginger <laughs> it's actually, beard. There's actually, there's two of them. And then Ben in our chat was like, yo, Dylan, I know your neighbor or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, at first I was super confused. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I remembered what I had said, again, lacking context. And uh, I was like, oh, yes. Mm. It's uh, Shannon, I think, is my is one of the names. It's a twin. They're twins, which makes it yeah. difficult. Um, yes. Completing the Dylan trifecta <laughs> of, of human beings. Where, but it doesn't complete it, right? Is it only two out of the three? Yeah, it only, com- it only fits two out of the three. Um, right. What are the what's the trifecta? Blonde. Oh yes. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. they fit. They fit. They fit the yeah. blonde and the twin sister outlook on things, but they don't satisfy the divorced parents. Right. Um, that's an inside joke that we can explain later. Um, just. <laughs> It's just a very specific type. It's just a very specific type. There's a specific type of human being that Dylan pursues, and it's always blonde yeah, females somehow. with a twin sister and divorced parents. Always. It still blows my mind. Sometimes I'll tell people that, and like they can't believe it. And I'm like, it's not even like that was on purpose a set of criteria. It is now, but yeah, we've made it official. It's like but most of the time I figure like, that out after happened. the fact. Yeah. Like, what are the chit? Like, the. I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, with the amount of people that get divorced now, probably more common. That box but gets it's, ticked but it's, off, and the but blonde the, is ticked off a lot, but the, it, the twins is what freaks me out. And it's the twins with a twin of the same gender as well. It's both female twins. Yeah. As opposed to like a male and a female twin, because yeah. that is possible. It just that seems happens. very highly unlikely, but maybe there's more it twins is, than, it, I, than I Statistically, think. I would say it's unlikely. Um. Well, to have all three very unlikely. This is true. This is true. Which I I I like to use the term being hyper selective. You know, as opposed right. to as opposed to picking from the from the general batch. I'm <laughs> I'm going to the more refined section of the, right. of, the of the food market to uh to. I was about to say pick my meals, and that's the wrong term to use. Right. That's the that's wrong a, term yeah, to that use. Would be, um, probably not. But anyways, you met Ben. That's yes, I, I met Ben. That's the point of this thing. I met Ben yeah. on, or saw Ben on the weekend. We had a nice little catch up outside the superstore. Bought some plants. Chatted with Ben. Oh right, yeah. Um, big old plant boys. Big old planty boys got a uh, a ficus, which is a fiddle leaf fig, and a uh, a monstera plant. They're sure. chilling there quite nicely. The fiddle leaf fig is going to be a pain in the dick to grow because I like humidity, right. and of course I like air conditioned houses because this is the 21st well, yeah, but century it seems like your air conditioning is not that great anyway so maybe it will enjoy see i thought it was just not that great turns out when it was like 38 degrees outside they just never had it on sick i'm like what nice. kind of sacrilegious society are we living in where that takes place like that's just a good not, job it doesn't make sense i don't get it like this is the it's 2021 it's june of 2021 the fact that we're operating yeah. without air conditioning it's fucking bizarre. I don't get it. I don't know why. It's pretty barbaric. I it's very say. barbaric. Um, again, we had another nice uh, little Discord studio sesh on the weekend. It was mainly yeah. just you and I. Sean Sean wasn't yeah. able to make it. Sean had plans. And then Seb 
had to put lights together, something like that. Yeah, he had a Home Depot run. Yeah, he had to go to the Po and uh <laughs> so we just we just hung out we uh i worked on a what did i work on i think i did a bit of pole star stuff yeah so yeah the pole star stuff has been weird i've been starting to dabble in it a bit more most of the studio session on the weekend was like writing shit down like trying to write the story and iterate those points and like what what criteria do I want to hit and do I want to explore with this thing? Which was fine. And then I went home that day and went to go and like put pen to paper and sketch some stuff. I'm like, I don't even, I don't, I don't understand what I'm sketching. That was a challenge. Right. So I used the weekend, like Saturday and a bit of Sunday, and um, took images of like the precept and the Polestar one and the Polestar two. Um, and just try to sketch kind of the detailing of those products to get in the vibe, you know, like understanding where these lines are going, understanding how the form is being described. What does the front look like? What does the back look like? When you isolate the lights on the back, like what do those lights look like on their own, separated from the body? Look nice. They look fucking beautiful. The Polestar and in turn Volvo... Tail lights and headlights are very nice. Big nuts. The headlights, the Pulsar headlights are sick. They call them, the design is called uh, Thor's Hammer. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Which is the coolest thing ever. So yeah, that's what I did this weekend. And I've got, I've got, I think I've got more of a direction to approach yeah. it styling wise. I'm going to work on that tonight, I think. I'm going to finish this, probably get on a nice little walk and uh, come back and do some sketches if, if you're around. I think that's some... An example of, uh, like, in school, even if we thought a project brief was too broad, mm-hmm. it was still specific enough because of, you know, marking criteria and wh- whichever professor was, you know, explaining it to us, blah, blah, blah. And they were there to give us feedback. And be like, no, yeah. I can't do that. You can do that, whatever. And now where we don't have that and you got to come up with projects on your own. Mm-hmm. And you naturally want to be like, well, I'm going to leave it open-ended because I want to do something huge. Mm-hmm. But then you actually go to sketch and you're like, I don't, I don't know, the know what I want to do. do. Like, yeah. you know, at least like in school, it'd be like, you know, Bruce, like, all right, you're redesigning this car for 20 years in the future. It's like, okay, you know, there's a very good starting point. Mm-hmm. It's still very broad in a, in a lot of ways, but at least you know something to start from. With this, the Pulsar Brief is so broad and like, yeah, you know, it's good. It's not that it's it's bad. It's it's very nicely um written. Mm-hmm. Uh but very artsy sounding, but it's not like specific in any way, right? And yeah, they're, they're, le- just like, they're leaving well, it ambiguous, you know? Yeah, it's like, well, as long as it's sustainable and it's polestar, fucking go for it. Send it. Which is cool, but like it ultimately you need to build your own story in order to yourself a starting off point right yeah and you've been very strong with that i think that like you like you've been saying that's your strong one of your strongest skill sets yeah and i think it's because um what i find more and more is like like i'm trying to i was thinking about today it's like while listening to crown filter and some other stuff and i'm like 
this past on the weekend as well. I was like, why do I like graphics so much? Mm. And it's like, sometimes you say all of a sudden I've become huge about graphics and posters and graphic designers, but it's like, it's been almost I, a year, but not even that, but it's been like, you know, even though I didn't know how to make a logo or like the, the color theory, like even when you're a kid, like all the, you know, the early kind of, whenever we talked about our origin stories or heard other people's and it's like, well, I, from a kid, you knew you're creative and mm-hmm. you know, you were drawn to things. Right. And I remember there's times being a kid, like at a bookstore and being drawn to one book cover, yeah. but why that one out of the others? It's like, well, I'm eight. I'm not going like, I really like <laughs> balance and the hierarchy in this design. No, no. Yeah. You're eight I'm years not like old. That. You're eight. But you, but there's something. Field. You don't know why, but there's something that's that got you to look at that one and pull it off the shelf and look at it mm. opposed to all the rest. Yeah. Right. So there's that natural um kind of love for for graphics and that area that side of design. But I'm like, why like what is it about like with me written right now, why do I like like the brand identity stuff so much? Mm, and sure. I was like, how does that connect to why I love car design stuff so much or why this stuff so much and i think it's because of the whole story because it's the Mm. it's the one connection point throughout all of design right where it's like it's it's such a vital important part of the design but it's like maybe the hardest to nail Mm -hmm. right because it's like it's hard even sometimes sticking to the story when you're while you're developing and then it's also like how the hell do you make a, a sketch or a product tell that story without you standing there saying, so this is what the story is, for, yeah. right? Like how do you te- convey that to someone without- How can you show it without them, telling right? it? Yeah, and but I, but there's something about creating that story that I, like I just love that, right? So I was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that for, for this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wrote the, I wrote the Bold Star story for mine and on on the weekend when we we're working on stuff i was planning out the pages yeah so like i was telling you it was a tip alert from ken good old ken uh, the cummings wizard, the immortal ken the immortal ken um about planning the pages out so i'm not just sketching random sketches and then being like oh i could use this for this later on that page mm-hmm. instead i'm like planning out what information i want on each page the layout of each page and what types of sketches Mm. or even stuff i want your page so now i'm going in it with a plan of being like okay i am drawing this for this page and this part of the page specifically because mm-hmm. i'm it's got a purpose to it each sketch has got like its own purpose to telling the whole story of the presentation right yeah so i just got to start uh are you doing that after you've kind of figured out what the form is though i haven't even figured out the form at all i'm just like fair enough <laughs> i've got some form ideas in my head mm-hmm but no, I'm just like, I'm literally, I got the two pages laid out. I'm like, okay, for this page, it's going to be more about the story, the inspiration I'm using, ideation, and then some like features and details, like the like the main features of, of, of the idea. Mm-hmm. And then the second page, I'm going to have more of like a hero page where it's like, you know, a big sketch or Photoshop, digital render, whatever. Um, and some other kind of detail views to go with it. But mm-hmm. like, 
in my head, I'm kind of planning out or even on the page, like what types of kind of sketches I want. So I yeah, can plan like a high that. fidelity versus a quick ideation. Yeah. Line so I'm like, okay, thing. if this big image I want, like that's, I know most of my time is going to go into that because it's going to be me trying to figure out how to do a digital painting render in, yeah. in Photoshop. And then the other two views on that page or whatever, probably going to be more of like a detail view, something mm. closer up or a different view or whatever. Less of focus on the other page is mostly ideation. Yeah. Or if it's, you know, so I don't know, I've been playing it. I'm playing on that. I have a, I have a crazy form, a couple of forms in my head. I'm just still trying to figure it out. Still trying to suss those out. Yeah. You have a plan for when you're going to do those? Not really, to be no. honest. No. No. I'll do it like June 29th, day before it's due. <laughs> I've thought about that, like, figuring out a schedule or something like that to at least help facilitate the completion of it. Cause I feel like yeah. that's something we did last year where we were like, Oh, let's, let's do this pole star design challenge thing. And then that was the extent of it. Cause we never actually right. sat down and like did anything with it. And at least this year we've, we've kind of un- unintentionally made ourselves accountable by talking about it on here and, it's also a just a, it's a good practice thing. Like we'd kick ourselves mm-hmm. if we didn't do it this year. I know that for a fact. Right. Um, yeah. But it's because it's weird with with school projects and even like with work projects. There's there's typically always a stakeholder and a deadline where they're like, you need to have this done by such and such a date in order to move on to the next stage of this project which will then be due after. And then your final is due um, such and such. In this case, the final is due June 30th. But until then, there's nothing else there. Like we have to figure that out ourselves. You know, we could finish it today or we could finish it June 30th at like 1500 hours, for example. Um, So I've thought about that of like creating some kind of a, at least a loose schedule for myself to follow so that I know I'm on track. Cause I know that I, I know ultimately that's how I work best is if I can work to some kind of a guideline or a, or, or an outline in a way, you know, I think once I figure out a rough form is when I'll go in and start maybe mapping out these pages, figuring out what they look like, maybe do some quick mock-ups in CAD and kind of suss some stuff out that way. And then yeah. try and figure out how the fuck to do a, photoshop nice looking digital render that yeah i use this shit oh, maybe yeah, this yeah, weekend yeah. i'll uh mm. force myself to spend a lot of the weekend on on this yeah man the photoshop thing like it's intimidating it's kind of i'm looking at it now the the project like i don't and it's not again like i was saying it's not me being bring myself down but i don't think i have a chance to win this thing but that's not the point. That's not the reason why I'm doing it anyways. It's this a, is true. You're using a professional brief from a professional brand. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a professional competition. And so now it's an opportunity to to get that, right? To do something for that. Mm-hmm. And to motivate ourselves to, to have a cool project that eventually it could become something, right? That's true. So I'm not worrying I I don't think my goal is to 
oh, I want Maximilian Missoni to look at this thing and be like, holy shit, this guy's a genius. You ever thought about that, though? The fact that I mean, Maximilian Missoni's going to be looking at your work? Not until now. I mean, maybe, <laughs> no, but... Me neither. Not until just now. I'm like, That oh, scares oh, me less than if I was to put this on Instagram and I thought what other people would think, to be honest. Just really stupid. Why do you think that is? I think there's something like with Maximilian Missoni, you could have someone, a designer, it could be like a first year student or something who like can't sketch for shit, can't CAD, can't barely do Photoshop, right? Mm -hmm. But has a really solid idea and the story is great. And someone like Maximilian Missoni, I just want to say his whole name every time. It's beautiful. Um, He would be able to, with his experience and knowledge, Mm -hmm he would be able to look past all of the lacking skill and at least yeah this kid might probably won't win but he'll at least under notice okay well the skills aren't there but this is a great idea mm-hmm. and i like the story whereas most people like put on instagram or something not that you should care but it's always hard not to sometimes most people that aren't in design or aren't creative aren't artistic mm-hmm. They won't be able to look past that. They won't even look at the idea or the story. They won't get it. Look at They'll just look at the, like, oh, this a is a shit sketch. Standpoint. Yeah. Right? So, how many times, like, in class, right? Or you'd have Bruce and people in our class that would have a shit car sketch. And Bruce would be like, yeah, it looks garbage. But, like, this idea here, this part here is actually interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, most people that aren't that experienced won't can't look past that. They'll just be like, "Well, the whole thing's garbage." It's like, well, maybe, maybe not though. There might be something yeah. in it that's still nice, right? A it takes a strong level of maturity to be able to look past. Like, it's not judging a book by its cover, effectively. Yeah, literally. Like, like you said, the sketch could be total garbage, out of perspective, wrong proportions, <laughs> bad line yeah. weight, just bad practice in general. But it could be the idea behind it could be very unique, innovative, well-executed. Not well-executed, but well-intentioned. Yeah. Well-researched, even. Yeah. And if you have a combination of that plus good visual work to back it up, then that's a recipe for success. Because both components get well-recognized. Well, again, he would be someone who could recognize, well... Coming up with a great idea and a great story and doing the research and everything, that's the harder part. Yep. A lot of the time. Right? Because the other stuff, the skill based stuff, is it takes time, but it's anyone can kind of pick that up. Whereas most mm-hmm. people think it's the other way around. Oh, you're just thinking of an idea. That's not hard. So like, okay, and then do they it. Think then. The sketching is is the hardest part, right? It's I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's in the grand scheme of things all compared to everything else. It's you know. Yeah, and that's that's always a hard yeah. thing to explain to to people when they ask you yeah. like, "Oh, what did you go to school for?" Uh, or like, "Oh, like what's what was school like for you?" I'm like, "Well, it was hard." And they're like, well, "Like what what did you have to do?" I'm like, "Well, we were designing stuff." And they're like, well, "Shouldn't that be easy? You just have to make it look nice." I was like, "Well, yeah. yes, that's that's exactly what it is." It's one. Yeah. But, but how do you make something look nice? And they're like, "Well, how do you know if something looks nice?" Exactly. And then that's the big, thing. then they start to think and then their argument kind of, not that they're arguing you, but their point kind of starts to break down because they're thinking of it, like looking through a pinhole 
at a yeah. vast landscape and they're only seeing a very tiny bit you know you never hear ever yeah. see the hear you see those pinhole cameras yeah yeah, somehow they work. I don't know how. I'm not a physicist. Or... Those like the really the original cameras, like those old ones. I think so. Yeah, where it's like the very first camera, and it's like just it can put the light through the very small pinhole, and then it yeah. like projected onto. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like looking through that, but only seeing like what's directly behind it. Like you can't see anything else. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? You say to people, it's like you don't understand that. It's like look, the the. the... <laughs> The, the team that mm-hmm. designed the new iPhone, the 12, it was a lot harder for them to decide that the design they went with was the best design that they could come up with. Mm-hmm. That's a lot harder than them, any of them just sketching the phone. Yeah. <laughs> a lot harder, right? Yeah. So at that point, the sketch is literally the easiest thing. It is. and I Regardless I totally of whether or not it's an easier to draw object which it is fairly easy especially the 12 right it's, it's even easier but but it's the whole manufacturing and the the, the marketing and the, and the how yeah how do you know if something's a good design right mm-hmm. but, but that's why i think would be that's interesting because most people can't look past that right and yeah good old max wood right that's a, i mean fucking like first year like bus shelter like with my group, mm. it's like the sketches weren't good. The presentation of the booklet portfolio thing we had to do at the end was not good. The model was meh, but mm. like I still think the idea behind it was pretty cool. Yeah. And the research of it, you know, you know, researching enough to see if it would, you know, understand the materials and the colors of the surrounding district that it was supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the thought, the intent behind it, like that was all good. But most people just look and be like, oh, well, the better model could be a more shit idea, but the better model, they're like, oh, yeah, that one's better. Whereas, you know, like a prof or a designer or someone more experienced would be like, well, it looks nice, but like Mm -hmm. the idea, eh." it's that's exactly like what happened with the BRP competition, right? Yeah. Everyone, (laughs) everyone was looking at like a select handful of people. Yeah. I select like two individuals and like, oh, like this, this is, gonna, this is like the coolest shit ever. Like this, this looks good. This looks intense and technical and complicated. And it looks like something that someone at BRP or whatever company would, would greatly appreciate. And that would definitely mm-hmm. get first place. And then you look at the like other projects in the class and like, yeah, they're cool, but they're, oh, maybe they're a little toy like or. Maybe the sketches aren't what I would expect, I being a generic term. Yeah. Maybe these sketches aren't what I would expect to see from from said person, or these are sketches and renders and images that I, the generic I, wouldn't think that BRP would gravitate towards. And that's largely a collective mindset from just it's talking a, it's to a, people. Well, it's a bias subjective you know a lot of mm-hmm. it and i think it also speaks to everyone's ignorance and, and experience simply because we're all yeah. still in school and we're still learning and we haven't been doing it for 30 years whereas the people who are judging it have and they right. know what to look for and they won't necessarily be fooled by a flashy photoshop render or something like that they'll be able to look past that and see like okay the essence of this thing 
the why behind it, the purpose of it, why it needs to exist is nice. But this one over here is actually a bit better. This one fits better with what we're looking for, which is, I think, why people who are technically confident may feel, and I think that's why I felt overconfident submitting that project and then ended right. up being a bit disappointed at the end when nothing I mean, still like being ending up in the top 20 is a nice thing to to say, but it's not like winning Definitely. first place. And I know Brad went into it because the Brad, Brad won. I know Brad went into it like, yeah, like it was a hard project and there was a lot of work to get it to the point where it is now. But he he was at that point by no means a very strong automotive sketcher or a strong automotive renderer. You know, he and I'm sure he would admit that as well. I won't put words in his mouth, but I'm. And guarantee he would agree with me because we had conversations about it beforehand. He was yeah. like, yeah, like it's, it's not my strength. Like we'll see what happens. And the guy wins. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, well, with Pulsar, like you never know. Exactly. Right? It's the same thing. We always, I feel like I have to get unironically tatted on me somewhere at this point. Like literally you never know is, is, <laughs> is so important. Right. Yeah. But the point is like, I'm not, doing it for that reason why are you doing it what's your why well for me it's the motivation to like there's something about me doing a personal project from you know like oh here's brandon Denny for team time travel i love it but ultimately it is a, a personal project that's made up it's in my it's it's a fictional brand from my head yeah and yeah like i i didn't do that first with portfolio because i was like you love to do that. And then every yeah. other like designer you see online, they're like, you can't do projects, just make them up. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's still, it's different when you actually have, this is like, yeah, I'm not working for or directly with Polestar, but it's that like, I'm entering into, like, I feel like I'm stepping yeah. into like all the applicants are stepping into the Polestar design studio and you're like part of it a bit. Yeah. It, it's you a get strong to feel community. That community. It's a very strong community, which is like, at the end of the day, everyone wants to be part of a community, right? And it's a brand I love. Mm -hmm. It's a cool brief. It's a cool opportunity. Because again, it's like, well, you never know. That's why I did the Studio Nate for the first time. I was like, mm. do I think I'll win? No, these probably people entering are probably way better than me. But like, it's a way to maybe get, you know, to get my work out there, get other yeah. people seeing it. It's a way for me to build my confidence. And an excuse to do something more professional that is f technically for some other brand mm -hmm. and not just right out of my head. And then I ended up going to the finals and almost winning, losing yeah, by one vote by one in the vote. first time I tried it. Right? You, you so it's like you should have just said it was a, it was a fake election. They stole votes. Nothing is real. I mean, I mean, maybe, but but you know what I mean. It's like so you never know. That's true. But obviously, I think the caliber and Pulsar, it's going to be high, but catch. who knows? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to not let your that, because yeah, you otherwise your you're going to get, forward. yeah, otherwise you're going to put too much pressure and it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Once it gets to the point pressure. where it's not fun and you feel like you're, yeah, it's you're like, slaving. I want to enjoy something. it. Yeah. yeah and, it's yeah, it's a tricky thing because I've I've definitely I've caught myself in moments of like overanalyzing and overworking this thing, and I'm like I'm at the infancy stages of this. Like I can I can relax, I can take a step back and just 
chill. I don't have to be super uptight and super intense about it. I'm going to do the project the way that I want to do it. And ultimately, at the end of the day, if I'm happy with it and I'm content with how it turned out, I can always continue to pursue that. Make a CAD model, make a clay model. Hello. Like do a 3D printed exercise around it. Um, I think it's all oh, still possible. I just kept rambling there because I saw that. Okay, the okay, okay, good, okay. I'm, I kept there's rambling. just there's I went silent for a long time and then there's just a random hello in there. So. <laughs> Is there actually <laughs> Well you'll see, but okay, that's no, good okay. that you kept talking because so, yeah, unfortunately I could not hear you. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna I kept sure rambling. they were you'll have to re-listen words. to it back and uh and yes. get it on. Speaking of re-listening, I'm pretty sure Jack's episode 197 um, yeah. is is going up there with the, some of the top most Already? downloaded episodes. Wow. Yeah, fucking That's awesome. That thing blew up, which I expected it to because it's Jack and Jack is an explosive human being. And I love I Jack. Vibe, yeah. At the bottom of my heart. I'm like, he's got to show us around. He's an awesome guy. He's got to show us around uh, Denver. Oh, man. Sometime. It'd be kind of nice. I want to go to, uh, I kind of held off from talking about it because I didn't want to interrupt him. And I was just like, maybe it'd be weird to bring up. But when you're talking about the University of uh, Washington, right? Yeah. Pretty sure is that where it's Ted called Bundy UW. To? It's called UW. Yeah. Is that where Ted Bundy? I don't know why my, my mind went to that. But remember that documentary about the Ted Bundy oh, documentary Ted. on Netflix? Isn't that where he went? University of Washington? Um, I can check for you. I don't know why that. I just remember. When he was talking about it, I was like, why is that the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear that? <laughs> well, because Bundy Bundy killed a couple of people in in that area. In Seattle. Yeah. From the University of Washington. But I think he went there. And then um, uh, he went to University of Puget Sound, University of Washington, Temple, uh, which is in Philly or Jersey, and University of Utah. Why the right. fuck did he go to four universities? I think because he always thought he was really smart and he wanted to become a law student, but he I think he, get was, into he, he was really any smart. big, uh, oh, oh weird, true. Weird, weird ways, but he couldn't get into any big like law schools, so he kept on trying to. That's what kind of they're talking about in the documentary, anyways. Right, yeah, yeah, because he grew up in Philadelphia, which would make sense. Um, born in. But I just remember seeing like I'd love to go to Seattle, man. It looks so cool. His and... high school senior photo looks like one of the guys that I'm living with right now, actually. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Not not great. That's a good feeling to um, have. Isn't well, it? He's only into killing girls, so that makes you feel any better, but isn't exactly. Which is why I'm content. Yeah, so he graduated in sixty five and attended time. University of Puget Sound. For one year before transferring to UW to study Chinese. Interesting. Interesting. And then Anyways, went on yeah. to a bunch yeah, of schools from there. Yeah. Besides the point, talk about a sidetrack. Yeah. Don't know why I came to my mind, but anyways, yeah. Makes sense. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to go to Seattle. I, I like the vibe of the, as he calls it, the PNW, the Pacific Northwest. Mm. Yeah. It's like, I feel like if I, if I had to live in America, if I had no other choice, I would live there. See, if 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 we're talking about like no no budget here, like money isn't an issue, for me I think it would have to be New York City. 
Interesting. Why do you think you would do uh, New York? I'm I'm one of those people. It's like, oh, I would love to be in California. Eh, I don't know. With everyone, it seems to be leaving. I don't know if I would. Yeah, I'd go there to visit, California. but like, I'm also not a beach outdoorsy person like that. It's true. <laughs> and so this is true. Is, but I mean, Seattle looks really nice. So I, I want to go because I want to go to. Uh, Alcatraz. I want to do the tour around Alcatraz. The prison in San Francisco. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay, I but like that whole like area Alcatraz. up there just looks super cool. Yeah, I was gonna say Alcatraz is not in New York. No, no, not in New York. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. no. Just, but okay, just making sure. Yeah, we're on no, the no, same no, 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 not New York. But when I did, when I, why I would pick New York is because when we went there. On vacation, I absolutely loved it. Hmm. I was like, you know, when people say like, "Oh, we travel here," and they just felt like home. It kind of felt like that a bit with with Melbourne, New York City, just being like busy, tall buildings everywhere, small shitty apartments, great street food, lots Hmm. of cool history, lots of cool stores and places, and I just it was just that like busy vibe, like it was kind of that like. You felt like you want, you needed to be doing something. No, I think you should move to New York tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that'd be good for me. I need. I that. think so. There's something about you know being in like the the hotel room and like you hear like all through the night you're hearing like sirens or people yelling or something happening, right? Like yeah, there's always, and it just kind of like I liked it. It was just it literally it you know they say that you. the city never sleeps, right? But just felt like you had to be you know you're walking like we're walking on a family vacation like oh let's walk to you know grand central uh or central park or whatever station. or grand central station or the crisis and then you'd be like on the sidewalk and there's people in suits riding skateboards just flying past you like while talking and on the phone yeah. and you're just Casey like nice that flies by basically and you're just like okay this is i feel like i should be doing something too <laughs> that's an interesting perspective like it. Yeah, I don't I don't know where I would That's live if I had in to the choose, States. Though. If I had to choose. If I had to choose, I'd choose Hawaii. And I would just never leave. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, Hawaii would be pretty sweet. But I don't think I would like it all year round because it's like you're so isolated. You're eight you're at least eight hours from civil from true civilization. From anywhere else. Yeah. I'm, from anywhere else. You're in the middle of the fucking ocean. I swear to God. I'm just, I mean, that's where you go if you really just don't want to talk to any people that you know ever, 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 ever again. Yeah, sounds pretty like, good. Like, oh, I'll come visit you. It's like, oh, no, you don't have to. I'll come visit you. Believe me. I'll, it's totally fine. I'll come visit you. And then you just never come and visit them. And then they happen to come to Hawaii on a random family vacation like 25 years later and you're there sunburnt as hell with like a Hawaiian shirt flapping in the wind. And you just <laughs> run into them and you're like, Oh hey, and you're like, hey, you said you were no, gonna come no, visit. You you and you're like You don't say hey, you say aloha. <laughs> aloha senor. The ultimate white guy look. That's the wrong. Uh you don't you wouldn't say aloha senor. No, you wouldn't. Because that's, that's that's Ola. Spanish and you're you're mixing and a few there. I'm mixing a few. It's it's late, it's Monday. Um uh yeah. I'd I'd like to say Portland. I feel like I'd live in Portland. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, getting into some shoes. Yeah. That'd be like the shoe yeah, got like really, to be honest. Yeah, I'd say that. I'd say Pacific Northwest is definitely a strong shoe. You mecca. fit that vibe because it's like 
other than Hawaii, that seems like the closest. I know, maybe not Pacific Northwest. I was thinking more like Southern California, LA. I was going to say that's the closest to the Australian type vibe. Yeah, I'd have to live in Even though it's still like like nowhere near as cool, but it's, it's, it's the, probably the close thing to that, right? There's a lot of Australians that live in LA. Yeah, it makes sense. It's a cross. Outside, outside of Australia, Los Angeles, and Vancouver, I believe, and New York have the highest concentration of Australian people. Well, I mean, make- and London, and and London, UK, for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. With all these Australians, they're all beautiful, and then they go to LA, mm. and then still look naturally just you know good people are going to go to a good people looking place (laughs) good people looking place how would you describe los angeles it's a good good people people looking place place. yeah same thing with new york though you you observe people there you people watch i guess yeah you could anyway i guess if you're really up for it i guess you could. if you're really up for it i'd say yeah i'd say live in live in la or Portland. I couldn't do LA. If I had to pick. No or way. Hawaii. No, it's going to be New York or Hawaii, I think, if I had to. You would pick Hawaii. Yeah. You haven't seen the sun in like six years. Yeah, but like at that point, I'd have no choice. I just yeah, seems more laid back a lot of the time. That's I kind of like that, where everyone's just mm. not being... It's, it's, it's the That's the thing with life. New York, though, because it's weird, because it's so opposite where people are like mm-hmm. communicating with each other by calling each other fuckwad yeah but there's something there's a nuance to that there's something therapeutic <laughs> there's something, in that. yeah there's something you get to scream shit at someone every day it's like it's like when i call you a fuck stick it's a good thing yeah but if you call someone at work a fuck stick it's not a good thing no probably not no. it's just not optimal that would get thrown around a bit in australia calling someone a fuck stick yeah i don't know what it means i don't know what it means. <laughs> i yeah. You can assume. I think it's just like let's take an everyday normal object and then put the word fuck in front of it and it sounds funny. Yeah. It's and a it, tree. Fuck like tree. no you if you really think about it, it doesn't make sense. Maybe it does. I just don't understand. I don't know, but it doesn't make sense, but it but by hearing it, it just naturally gives you like you hear it and you're like, Oh, that can't be good. Even yeah. though you don't know what it is. But it's like that, there's no there's a nuance to it. I feel like it's There's definitely like a nuance to it. Dude, I had cashew butter today. Cashew. Do you fuck with cashew butter? I don't think I've ever. It's like peanut tried butter, it. but not made of peanuts. It's made of cashews. For some reason, when you said that, I literally pictured like a block of butter. And I was like, how do you no. like. But you meant as in like a peanut butter type. Oh, yeah, it's a spread. Spread. It's no, I literally was thinking like a block. Like a brick of butter, but from cashew, and oh. I'm like in my head, I'm like, hmm, how would they do that one? But I see what you're saying. <laughs> how would yeah. They do that. <laughs> Is it good? Amazing. I would totally recommend it. I'm considering switching from peanut butter. That's a mighty statement yeah. coming from you. That's a like I like almond statement. butter. Almond butter is nice, but peanut butter is just great. But having cashew butter is today? this Shit. is this one of those items in those like healthy natural aisles where it's like. $18 for like a jar that's like three spoonfuls big. You can buy expensive cashew butter. That's correct. Right. But I just bought this from the bulk barn. So I got my own little like sample cup made like a, right. Like a just small, like 200 grams of it. And it was 
three or four dollars, I think. It's pretty inexpensive. Is that inexpensive? It sounds like it might be a little pricey. It's more expensive than peanut butter. Yes. It just scared. But. Remember when you when you uh, wasn't it when you and I went out? Yeah, a few weekends ago when we were in Sobeys and we we're trying to find oh, you yeah. Cliff Bars. Yeah. And for some reason, it took us like ten hours. Ten hours to find the right aisle. And then we did find the right aisle, and I was scared because I'm like looking at all these organic peanut butters are like. $87 a jar and it's like what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah. I was like Zach you have to try this this Justin's almond butter and you're like oh yeah like is it good and I'm like yeah it's really good you're like how much is it I'm like $18 a jar and the jar was and like one big jar was I like fit in my mouth probably that jar <laughs> it was like 250 grams Man. yeah you can get like little squeeze packets of almond butter what a joke. Like travel pack type things. Yeah, but, for people like you that like, can't go for three hours while peanut butter in your system. Yeah, I need need some in my pocket just for the drive to work. I'm like, <laughs> peanut butter fiend. Mm, straight up. I'm going through a jar a week. I remember it's you bad. do that woodlot like easily. And that was like the big, yeah. the big peanut butter ones too. It was like the KG. Remember we had that really big one and we went through it. You and I together like, probably within like, like two weeks. It was like two kg of peanut butter and fucking destroyed it. We start, we kind of made it turn into a thing that was like any excuse to have it with anything else we're eating. Start off yeah. with like, oh, you fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Dip it in some peanut butter. And then it's, and then it was like, oh, you need spread on, 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 on a sandwich. Peanut butter. <laughs> we started peanut using butter. it for everything. Or we would just get up off the couch and be like, have a spoon of peanut you know, butter. Time for peanut butter. Five minutes later, do the same fucking thing. Oh, time for peanut butter. Dude, yeah, I did. <laughs> Man, the things we did when we were young. That's almost like it was Incredible. a year and a half ago. It's two years ago. I guess that would have been a third year thing, yeah. Third year and second year, I think. But mostly, mostly third year, though. Mostly didn't third have year as was much peanut the butter. big peanut butter consumption year. Yeah, I remember Jason brought one that his mom bought, and Jason's like, I'm not going to eat it. And we're like, fucking bet. <laughs> was that the big boom, one? It just I feel like, like that was the big one. That was one of the big ones, one but there were a couple big ones. It's like during, when you and I went through the hot tenure. sauce. Um, oh, yeah, we would go through like a liter of hot sauce oh every two God, weeks. Oh, my God, yeah. That was, again, was using on best. everything. Oh, you got Cheerios this morning? Hot sauce. Hot sauce. You got peanut butter? Hot we sauce. literally did the whole, it wasn't Frank's, but it, we did the whole motto of Frank's sauce where it's like, I put, put that, that I put that shit on everything. We literally, yeah. So basically that's what we're trying to say is like Frank's or, or any peanut butter company, if, uh, if you want to sponsor the process podcast, we would, uh, we would greatly appreciate just it. Just thought of like, a, you know, I was telling you about the Adam Savage video on Tesla like a few know, a few videos ago and he has a shirt that just says bandsaw noises and like asterisks mm-hmm. on his you really need one that's like a peanut butter one that just says peanut butter in asterisks. Or vibe with that. That'd be that'd be good. And then I'll have one that just Did says you... like tea. Yes. Mineralist. Or gray. Oh gray on the back or something. I would like that. Hmm. It'd be very nice. Well, no. you'll have to design it. 
do some graphics around it. Yeah, I'll have to do some. Do a peanut butter. Do a peanut butter graphic poster and an Earl Grey tea poster. I just need like a a merch lineup of some company where like each color is a name of a tea. Hmm. It's just classic classic English breakfast tea, and it's like this beige, beautiful beige color, and then you got Earl Grey. It's like a tea. It's a tea shirt. Yeah, it looks like it's just one big tea stain. <laughs> I guess yeah, you can just make that. Just genius. take a white shirt and just soak it in tea for. Remember that real quick in like history classes? Make this yeah. look like an old letter and you'd like soak it in tea or coffee and all that shit. Burn yeah, the edges and stuff. You used to put milk on it and then put it in the oven and it would get like all crispy. Right. Because the, mil- yeah. the milk would burn. It would soak into the paper and then it would it would char kind of. I remember. But it printing one for a project a long time ago and i had a lighter i don't know who gave me the lighter to burn off some of the corners and end up setting the whole thing on fire (laughs) and i was like it's it's super real now because it doesn't exist anymore it's It's true oh Oh my goodness big yawn oh i think i'm ready to go to bed yeah today's gonna be an early night to bed actually i think because i did not sleep very well last night Big, ins- big insomnia vibes. Tired. I'm going to make big a tea actually now that we're talking vibes. about it. Mm. We're gonna, Fuck yeah. I'm going to need a tea in the system. Tea time. Tea All time. right. Well, while Zach goes goes and makes a tea, I'm probably going to go make a coffee. And you should go and send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. That was almost like it's been practiced. That was perfect. That was really good. Thank you. And uh, Monsieur Zach Watson. Yes. What is the Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. We will see you right back here tomorrow for episode 200 of the Process Podcast. Until then, we will see you later. Peace. The Process. assembly required.